0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan
0: Morris, boy detective. Well,
1: first of all, Jordan, you're welcome. Because I've given you the gift of laughter.
0: <laughs> I thought I had forgotten how to laugh. Yeah. After 9 <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Yes. You, you know what I was going to say. Sure. Uh, the
1: death of Judy Garland.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. It was a—what a, what a day. Have you what a seen, day for the world.
1: Have you seen the movie Meet Me in St. Louis? Oh, S- boy. Starring Judy Garland? No, I don't think I have. Okay. I just want to say, before we get into the content that we have planned for mm-hmm. this program, of which there's none, that I watched the movie Meet Me in St. Louis. hmm this is a fucking hilarious movie mm-hmm. with some real some real mixed bag songs sprinkled in. <laughs> but there's this uh little girl character who's like the the like zany youngest sister of Judy Garland. Judy Garland by the way. Fucking incredible. That's why everyone thought it was sad when she died <laughs> because of how incredible she was. But there's this one point where They're, like, all at the dinner table. It's, like, St. Louis, 1900, and they're all at the dinner table, and there's, like, an awkward moment. And the little girl who has, like, a little lisp... This movie's from 1947, I think? Little girl who has a little lisp to fill the awkward silence just says really loudly... The... (laughs) He says, The Iceman... Saw a drunkard get shot, and the blood spurted out three feet.
0: <laughs> Solid. Yeah, I thought where you were going. It was it's the first recorded instance of someone saying, "I can't unsee that." I know. <laughs> Always gets me. Gets me every gets time. Me well, every time. it did before nine eleven. Er-
1: <laughs> I guess you're wondering how I sure. came to have never heard someone <laughs> say, "Okay, so the reason I'm wishing you, you're welcome." is that I did go to the flea market and purchase you some comic books featuring the adventures oh, of— I'm
0: nuts for these things. The adventures I'm of nuts for these funny books. <laughs> the,
1: the adventures of Big Boy, uh, the titular character from big Bo- Bob's Big Boy Restaurants.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently um, the Big Boy— Mm-hmm. The mascot of Bob's big boy, the diner chain that's I guess seen better days yeah, he's like an o fish Astro boy, yeah, right uh, uh uh overalls, big grin, swoopy hair, you know, the big boy, apparently, the big boy starred in a series of comics uh co-starred I guess he has a whole you know, family of friends. I thought I I knew a lot about comics history. Weird that these were all written by Alan Moore. Yeah, (laughs) I thought that was impressive, too. Before Swamp Thing. This is what got him Swamp Thing. You know what, though? I had heard about
1: these before. Mm -hmm. I had not heard a ton about them, but I had heard about them because... Uh, You know how Todd McFarlane bought those Mark McGuire balls for a million (laughs) dollars? Yes. He had points on Bob's Big Boy because he did the art for Bob's Big Boy. It was an early creator-owned thing, so he had the points on that, and that's why he was able to—he got points on the—it's show business talk. Sure.
0: Uh, So, yeah, Bob the Big Boy has a lot of friends. Well, I guess two, according to this cover, Dolly and Nugget. Uh, Nugget is a dog. Nugget is a girl and Dolly is a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Can I read you
1: this story that I... Yes, please. I'm really excited. I mean, there's all kinds of great stories. This one, this is episode 290. Sorry uh, in advance to Podcast the Ride,
0: who could make three hours out of this.
1: Yeah. Uh, This one, this one, issue 290. Oh, you got
0: 290?! Oh, no way. I know. That's the
1: <laughs> that's the first appearance of this guy with the big cowboy hat. Crisis on Infinite Boys
0: is <laughs> where Big Boy from Earth 1 meets and kills Big Boy from Earth 2. Uh,
1: this one is uh, the Big Boy. He's running down some stairs, and he says, I'll get the crook that stole $100,000 from our... And then you know how sometimes the letters are like just written, and sometimes they're blocked out with color and stuff to like indicate a sort of headline kind mm-hmm. of deal. I'll get the crook that stole one hundred thousand dollars Sharmar
0: t v telethon <laughs> That was probably such a topical reference at the time.
1: Everything was t v He won't get away with
0: that. It says, okay, I wanted to right. tell
1: you this story.
0: This is that's a like st- ash's I bet that's the equivalent of like when you know when we were kids like. Early 90s, a sitcom, a character would hit website very hard because uh-huh. website was a joke. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's like, I'm going to update my website. Nine minutes of laughter from stu- the studio audience. I bet TV Telethon was so, like, zeitgeisty at our, the time. Our guest on the
1: program, by the way, uh Comedy writer, regular writer, medium boy, um, <laughs> podcast you, producer, what the fuck? Elon, <laughs> Elon Musk expert. Now his new Elon Musk podcast. Just guy who's dressed like uh, a yuppie in a 1980s movie who needs to learn about the value of actual love. <sighs> And what he should really mm-hmm. be spending his time on, Dave Schilling. I'm Hi, on Dave. so much blow today.
0: Okay, so how you guys doing?
1: <laughs> Well, I'm about to perform. Do you know that podcast, of course you know this, is the you're producing a podcast for Wondery, so you know that podcasting is what's also called the theater of the mind. Yeah. And this is the story of Big Boy, the soccer kid. I'll be portraying the part of Big Boy, and then I'll also occasionally be doing Dolly, and sometimes... Of course, Nugget, their dog. <laughs> well, duh. Yeah, Ooh, someone's got to play Nugget. So let's start. Let's start with a moment
0: of internal monologue. And Jesse, these are older comics, so don't do the racist Nugget voice. <laughs> okay, I, you can pass it to me if you need <laughs> someone to say the N word or something. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. That's why we brought you in. Uh, This is a real ambush situation. I didn't know the racist comics were coming out. Really appreciate
1: it. Yeah. Really. George Wallace is in this one, not the comic, No, Governor. (laughs) Well, it's George Wallace, the comedian, meets George Wallace, the governor. You know, I just didn't didn't go well. It was appalling that Hank Azaria did Nugget for so long. (laughs) Seems like too long. He seems like a good man. He seems
0: like a nice man, and he's been, he's, he's learned. A reflected. lot from our friend Harry He's reflected, and it's nice that okay. you know. Nugget has. So
1: let's out. let's address the internal. So the big boy is on what I can what I would call a disc in a formless void. Mm-hmm. So if you imagine a gray disc in a formless void, there mm-hmm. he is. He's wearing what look like clogs. Uh, mm-hmm. Jesse,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm envisioning my wedding night. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> And then uh talking about a formless void. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, I saw that on a website. <laughs> uh Matt, can you uh, insert applause from the Married with Children studio audience, please? Thank also you. Also the uh, rap air horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, throw it all in.
1: Um so this is Big Boy, and he's got a soccer ball, and this is internal monologue. This is not spoken dialogue. This is internal monologue. He's thinking to himself, "Soccer is a great game." <laughs> mhm. He's not wrong about that. Mm-hmm. Then Dolly comes up. This is fucking Dolly. I swear you to God. You guys know Dolly, right? Yeah. yeah. That's Big Boy's friend who wears a D on her chest. This is not going to be a normal soccer hey, game.
0: Hey, uh, uh, Jesse, what does the D stand for?
1: Honestly, I don't know. I don't know enough about the lore. Right, I'd have hear. to go watch some lore videos. I'll, I'll, I'll
0: look it up on Wikipedia. Okay. Sure.
1: <laughs> Big Boy <Boypedia>. PDF. <laughs> what does Dolly's D stand for? Just put in bobsbigboy.fandom.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Just pride in big boy, big D. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
0: well, uh, I'll do that later.
1: (laughs) Dolly says, okay, big boy, with my new outfit, I'm ready to take you on. Soccer is fun. Now, she's talking about this shirt with a D on it. It's green. It's got some stripes. It looks like a one piece, frankly. Uh, And then Nugget says to himself, "Uh, something tells me that it won't end up that way. Talking about fun.
0: And then they all yell, oh, my God, Nugget can talk. (laughs) (laughs) And then they shoot him with a shotgun. (laughs) A witch.
1: (laughs) Big Boy says, you've got it all wrong, Dolly. This game is serious business, Mm. not fun. Mm -hmm. And Dolly says, I like playing it for fun. It doesn't have to be serious. And he says, it's very important to know whether or not you're really playing for fun. She says, why don't we just play? He says, we can't just play. She says, why not? Because if I'm playing seriously and you're playing for fun and I win, how will I ever be sure that I really won fair and square? Soccer is a very serious game to me. Very serious. Hmm. Dolly says, but will you hurry up and kick the ball? Talk about Jordan's wedding night. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, I
0: can't unsee that.
1: <laughs> uh, so then uh Big Boy goes, here goes. Bop. Crash right into the window at Al's Grocery. Oh, he says. She says, you're right, Big Boy. Even if it wasn't serious. Get ready for the punchline. Even if it wasn't serious, you've suddenly... Made it so,
0: oh, oh, oh like Captain oh, Picard shit. from the
1: Star Trek show.
0: <laughs> he made it so. You
1: guys, want to hear a great gag? Hey, big boy, do you know why the farmer rolled a steamroller over his potato field? Potato misspelled, by the way. With an e. Or, uh... There's an e. At the okay, end nice. Of it. There, nice. Yeah. Dan. That's Quay- where Dan, Quay- Dan Quayle, Quayle stopped. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dan Quayle only Thanks. ate at Bob's Big Boy. So <laughs> History of America probably... destroyed by Bob's Big Boy. <laughs>
1: Uh, Big boy, you want to know why the farmer rolled a steamroller over his potato field? You wanted to raise some mashed potatoes for his dinner. Is
0: for his dinner on there? It says for, for his, his dinner. dinner. <laughs> I, I thought he was trying to control the he, price of the potato by destroying so much of his crop that the remaining uh, potatoes uh, were worth you more. You think money. This, this is, is a commentary price on, fixing scandal? <laughs> it's a commentary on government subsidies. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bob's Dole, Bob Dole's big boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was involved in all kinds of shady yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mean to, I don't mean to punch up the big boy, but if you remove "for his dinner," you land on mashed potatoes. And a great laugh. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, if people aren't caught up in the creative spelling of the word potato, clarity is important. This thing, by the way, does have a cover price of twenty five cents, but it's free to guests of Bob's Big Boy family restaurants. So you don't, if you're at the Big Boy, you don't have to pay the twenty five cents. You only have to Mm -hmm. pay it if you're at, uh, you know, Louis Vuitton or whatever. So you think this is like uh, propaganda? For Bob,
0: you think that Bob had a hand in the writing of these stories? It does say Bob's possessive. That's true big boy but i am impressed not if, todd McFarlane's big boy <laughs> todd McFarlane's bob's big boy <laughs> he has huge breasts <laughs> no can i
1: share with you some advice
0: bob, bob the big boy is so veiny what is the, why is
1: the big boy why are his fingers so sharp and pointy oh my god the vascularity
0: on the big boy is incredible <laughs> why, bob, bob's, there's an issue where bob's big boy is ripping the heads off Klux clan members Somebody's got to do it. That was the nineties. The nineties. Bob's Big Boy cartoons <laughs> comics got a little dark. He's okay. beholden to Satan. And that's yeah, fine. Yeah, sure. you know?
1: it's not for kids anymore.
0: If you're, if you are correct, yes, Dave, yes. in that the Big Boy himself did have a hand in writing these. I am really surprised that he would let himself look so foolish as he did in the soccer comic where he broke the window. Um. Because I would assume it would be like you know how like The Rock can't lose a fight in a movie. Mm-hmm. The Big Boy is clearly a bigger a bigger boy, a bigger man than The Rock because he he knows that occasionally he has to fail. You know who um, allowed themselves to lose the greatest fight of them all? Hmm. Christ! Wow. You know what? And he allowed himself to lose for us. That's right. For it's us, he just lost... like Big Boy. For us, Christ became a loser. Some say the greatest loser. <laughs> oh, that's
2: the biggest loser. Excuse the biggest me. loser. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So well, I these, got my reference wrong.
0: These big
1: boy comics have a dear big boy advice column. Oh no! <laughs>
0: I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> My wife and I were at the big boy, and we could see right down the waitress's top. It was our wedding night. Mm-hmm. My name is Jordan. I was in a dark, formless <laughs> void waiting for the disc to get there.
1: Okay. This is uh, this is a note from uh, Amy Durbin of Mechanicsville, Maryland. I have a cat. My friend has a guinea pig. My mom was going to get me one, too, or... A hamster, but then she thought my cat would eat it. What shall I do? Here's what the big boy writes back. How about taking your cat to visit your friend and watching how the cat treats the guinea pig? Nothing like finding out the facts. Let's know how it goes. <laughs> and
0: then she writes back the next month. It ate the hamster. It was horrible. <laughs> it was I can still hear the screams. <laughs> let's let's know. Echo hey, in my brain. <laughs> let's know how it goes, guys. <laughs> Did the cat eat have a, they, have a potato? <laughs> Please take photos and send them to Bob's Big Boy Karo. <laughs> I I like a lot. big boy. (laughs) My grandma died and dad says there's no heaven.
1: (laughs) This one just starts, and there's nothing good really within it, but uh, the first sentence is something that I'm prepared to get tattooed across my hands. Mm -hmm. Uh, It says, my name is Tina Rat Adams, and I really love the big boy restaurants. I knew they had rats at that place.
0: I didn't know they had it's names Tina. too. Tina, Rat, Tina Adams. Rat Adams.
1: Anyway, that's the big boy.
0: I want to tell these you are, these are beautiful, Jesse. I'm, I'm thank you for getting them. I'm I'm going to cherish these. I'm sure they'll appreciate in value. I just
1: want to tell you guys one more thing. Yeah, I want to tell you of a problem I have. Well, I live on a mountain and I have 15 cats. Well, my dad said no more. Now I have another litter of kittens, and I don't know how to tell him. Please write soon.
0: <laughs> what is this person doing with the kittens? In the she, meantime, she might be a cat. Mm. It's possible. <laughs> My he, dad said no more getting pregnant. <laughs> the only readers of this uh, comic book are uh, felines, They're yeah. kitties. That's it. You know. Yeah, that's There's why fun. they love to laugh at Nugget. That's why Nugget is such a f- <laughs> is portrayed dog, so foolishly. Duh, I'm Nugget, I'm a big dumb dog. <laughs> Hey guys,
1: it's so uh, It's me, Nugget. What do I eat, food or water?
0: I eat poop, because that's what dogs do. They lick their balls and eat their poop. Oh, man, this guy, huh? I'll never learn to drive. Nugget. Oh, I'm 16. Head writer, editor-in-chief, Snuggles the Cat. Yeah, Ah, that's it, of course. Snuggles! Excelsior, true believers. See, big boy 243, love sizzling, Snuggles the Cat. As you know, dogs are the worst. <laughs> they drool and of course we rule. Oh. Um Dave, you have replaced Uh-oh. Elizabeth Lame as the recurring Jordan Jesse go guest that I see in public the most. Oh yeah. Wow. We see each other all the time. We see each other all the time. Yeah. We we you know, we don't we don't you know like each other. We, we don't right, like yeah. each other. Yeah, there's we always that. glare at each other. Oh, there's that fuck. Uh, that Curlier piece of shit. But yeah, we all we just we're just showing up at the same building all yeah. the time. I think we just have a lot of the same friends. Sure, we yeah. have a lot of the same interests, um, and uh, we're both friendly people. That's I think that probably explains it. Um, I was going to say maybe it was an Earth Two situation that we're the same person. We might be. Oh man, remember that show Earth Two? You ever watch that? It was after Sequest <laughs> on NBC. You oh. remember? Jesse, right? I'm not that kind of nerd. I'm artsy. Damn it. Okay, I'm that kind of nerd. Anyway, Clancy Brown was on it. It was very good. What kind of nerd is a Sequest nerd? <laughs> I don't
1: know. I think <laughs> the like
0: dolphin talked. Come on. I often think
1: about how there's definitely Babylon five nerds. Right. right? I love I don't that wish,
0: oh, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. I wish all Babylon Five nerds the best. Uh, I think a Sequest nerd is some next level shit. It's some classic NLS.
0: I was 10 when that show was oh, on. Oh, I'm not blaming you. Who, then who are you blaming? The you. producers of Sequest? <laughs> well, I'm blaming you for going to Sequest Con. All right. Well, I mean, it's once a year, every year, and they. Build an effigy for Jonathan Brandis, which is weird because right. he passed away. And you get to put your finger in a replica of the blowhole. A <laughs> 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 two Ranger. hour wait. Like-
1: <laughs> Do you remember things that happened on Sequest? Yeah, absolutely. What happened on Sequest? Oh, well, like the whole show? <laughs> <laughs> Can I, you start with episode I one? Remember, what I remember about Sequest is that it existed and I remember being confused and a little upset by it, but not. Its existence, just like you'd see a promo, and I'd be like, What the fuck is SeaQuest? This is whack. Uh, I'm sure that's what you said. No, I wasn't no. thinking it was
0: whack. Just there was something unsettling about it, too. Okay. Me. You're unsettled by the exploration of the ocean? Okay. What, do you know, like Jacques Cousteau? Do even? you think man should respect the sea more? I should explain my <laughs> Never abusive- Never kill a seabird. What is this, a light <laughs> My <What>? abusive <laughs>
1: stepfather was Echo the Dolphin. All right,
0: well, that'll do it. Yeah. You know, all that, that noise he made. Um, so it was set in the future. This was you know 1994 that the show came out. So it was all, like, tons of Star Trek ripoffs. Okay. This was, what if we took Star Trek, which is in space and cool- because this is ocean. when
1: Star Trek: The Next Generation was huge, on and popping. Yeah,
0: and did so Sequest have Whoopi Goldberg? Sequest did not have Whoopi Goldberg, but it did have a cameo from William Shatner in the first season. Oh, Ooh. and Jonathan Brandis, who R. I. P. We loved him. So they were were they sidekicks? Uh, I could go on. Were they? Me under, too. So, but let's not challenge each other to do it because this, we could, and we are the here all, same person. We are the same person, and yeah. we'd be here all night. <laughs> Saying Jonathan Brandis was it in a space ocean? No, it was the future. It was the future. Yes, it was like the 22nd century or something. And uh, so they had this like super powered submarine that would patrol the ocean, discover various um, you know natural resources down there, and protect colonists because beneath the surface lies the future. That was the tagline of the show. People, they had colonies. People moved into the underwater.
1: Let me tell you this, Dave. Did you ever think that maybe with the way global warming's been going, Sequest is less of a television, scripted television, but a documentary mm. instead?
0: Mm. A peek into our future prescient, let me, if let me you will. I'll watch that when I get done watching my favorite documentary, Idiocracy. <laughs> Thank Yo. you. Man, Sometimes, it really is like so true.
1: Do you ever feel like that could be almost like a documentary?
0: Sequest? Uh, well, I was talking about idiocracy, but oh, either one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, no, I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't jack off as much as the guys <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> Not yet, at least. Uh, I don't know if you've made it to the last episode of Sequest, but was the real Sequest the friends we made along the way?
2: <laughs> yes, it was. It
0: was really touching, and everybody yeah. hugged the boat and then drowned. <laughs> we love you, both. They went outside, hugged the boat, and then they realized that there was no oxygen and they
1: died. Where are you guys running into each other? Tell me, tell me about your your casual uh, outside the home relationship.
0: Uh, Republican you know. National Co- Convention, yeah, <laughs> CPAC, CPAC, yeah. Um, you know, and our. Stuff Trump stuff yeah. You Q. Know. We went to Daily Plaza. Mm-hmm. Nope, nothing happened. But yeah, at least we got to hang with our boys We were boys. there to support freedom. Got yeah. to hang out on that one grassy knoll that one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I see you every January sixth. now. Yeah. Yeah. that's true. We have <laughs> ending dates. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> we don't, nobody yeah. needs to call. There's no phone tree. We just meet. Yeah, and talk about freedom. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just like it's like it's like it's like bars. It's like a friend's birthday. And that space used to be occupied by Elizabeth Lame, who I never see anymore. I, For a while,
1: I lived a quarter mile from Elizabeth Lame. Mm-hmm. The thrill of a lifetime to see Elizabeth Lame in public. What a treat. Lately, though, I haven't seen Elizabeth Layman in a while. Is she avoiding us? She's probably avoiding us. She's probably, it's it probably doesn't have anything to do with her children. Wait, is she Dave in a mask?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Hello! I don't know what she sounds I just like. just like her. I have no oh, clue. Oh, it's me! Yeah, I, I don't know why we see each other so much. I also see Andrea, Andrea Bocelli a lot. Really? Yeah, the opera singer. Oh, that's fun. That's yeah. pretty cool. The So the popular opera singer. Yeah, yeah. He he and I just bump into each other at racquetball or like or, you know. <laughs> just <laughs> like a racquetball s- court at Erewhon now? <laughs> yeah, in, like right next door. Bocelli yeah, he just, demanded he, he, it. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? How are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm good, Andrea. How are you? Oh, you know, I got the show coming up. It's going to be great. Does he do the voice of Nugget? No, <laughs> oh, he's the voice of Mario in the new Mario movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw that it's Mario. Andrea. I saw that Mario movie. How was it? I
1: mean, it's an whole they made a whole movie. Mhm. You know. It's I think it,
0: did, the, did, the, did the kids want to see it or did you have the to see kids, it The like kids no, my my regions?
1: children desperately wanted to see it. Okay. Everyone in my entire family. And the great victory was it was the first time everyone had gone and done something like that since before the pandemic. So mm. and we made it through the movie. Everyone, all the children loved the movie. I don't think I have ever seen less movie in a movie than that. Like, the amount of neither bad nor good that that movie is cannot be matched. Like, I saw both Sonic movies, both of which had things to recommend them and things to not recommend. The Mario movie, I don't remember a thing that happened in the entire thing. So you've
0: never seen a Minions film?
1: Okay, so... It's the same kind of deal. (laughs) No, the minions do stuff. The minions do... See, that's the thing. Yeah, they
0: do disco dancing and karate, and they do all kinds of stuff. There's not a story, is what I'm saying. In contrast... Let's let's get a little context here. So, Dave... Dave, 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 Dad. Yeah. Me, Dad. Dave, Dad. Me, Dad. What sorts of stuff is your kid watching? Um, Well, he went to see Mario Brothers with his mother, my ex-wife, and he left early. He didn't, he said it was too scary. Really? He said, I don't know, I haven't seen it, but he said, I don't think that's a very good mother. And then they left. I don't know if there's a mom in the movie. Oh. Does Mario have a mom? That's interesting that he would say that because I
1: think the only mother he could be referring to is your ex wife. I do not <laughs> oh. remember any other m-
0: mothers in the movie. Well, she refuses to feed him. Well, and there's Mother Earth. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Gaia. Gaia. Yes. yes Gaia. Mm-hmm. Um, my son also watches Godzilla. Movies a lot. Oh, nice! He's okay. really into Godzilla. That's a fun phase. Yeah, it's well, wild that kids are still having Godzilla phases. I guess Godzilla just looks so fucking cool. Well, so he went from sounds so cool. He went from Jurassic Park, yep, and Jurassic World, mm-hmm. to hey, I, I'd say, hey, come here, Ozzy, look at this. This is Godzilla, kind of like a dinosaur. But incredibly cool. Way cooler than a T Rex. You know why? Because he can shoot like a laser beam at mouth. Because of the tragedy of nuclear war. Exactly. Exactly. He's a metaphor. He's a walking metaphor. I am trying to subtly. hubris. I'm trying to subtly seed all of that intellectual information Mm -hmm. into our conversations about the giant lizard smashing a building. (laughs) It's really great uh, that he's into it. And he's also learning about Japanese culture through that. And. Um, didn't know what Japanese food was or what the language sounded like until he got into Godzilla, and now it's like now he knows that in Japan they eat electrical lines. Yes, <laughs> they do uh, buses, and they're constantly screaming. Yeah, so that's that's what he's into. Okay. No Mario though; doesn't really like Mario. The
1: Mario movie is distinguished. The the so like I've seen those DreamWorks movies. Lots of things happen in them. Maybe not plot things, but like jokes, gags, this, that, that. Sometimes it's annoying. So I like that. Puss in Boots, recent Puss in Mm, Boots, mm -hmm, I liked a lot. mm -hmm. Um, uh, Puss in Boots faces the specter of death or whatever it was called. (laughs) I can't remember what it was called, but I really liked it. But yeah, like usually in in kids' movies – a shit ton of things happen. There's jokes and stuff and blah, 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 blah. You know, like... A little montage. Everybody dances at the end. Yep. There's a Lego movie with 20 trillion jokes and, a, you know, a bunch of your favorite alt-comedian people from 10 years ago. It's great. But Mario... And sometimes, like, I'm, I'm on record not liking Shrek. Sometimes it's goes, it turns bad. The Sonic movies... They're mixed bags. Some some things work, some things don't. You know what I mean? There's some fun in there, but there's some annoying bad in there.
0: Yeah, I just don't know why Louis CK had to play Mario. <laughs> it
1: seems weird.
0: I just thought, can't it we cancel seems... this guy? I swear to god, he's getting jobs left and right.
1: Yeah, it does seem weird. He's a
0: he was he was our philosopher king, Dave. Mm-hmm. A sad clown <laughs> who turned a mirror
1: on him. Dave. Yes. Uh they Got Louis C.K. to do it because Kevin Spacey had a schedule conflict.
0: <laughs> he had to be in court in Italy. Um, that's that's why he's Funky Kong? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I hope Funky Kong is in the movie. Brett Ratner directed the Mario <laughs> Brothers movie?
1: It's really, but it really is impressive how little- happens in the, mar- like, I don't, at no point was I bothered by it. Like a, you thought, this is like a Duplass Brothers movie. <laughs> it
0: really? <laughs> it's, kind of char- it's character. This it's is, a, it's a character. You know what? It's, a a like, it's a look at a life. It's a look at, it's a moment in a life.
1: I'm not going to tell you, this does have the children's film <laughs> sort of uh mumblecore vibe. Wow. In that basically it's just like, there's an adventure, but nothing distinctive happens in it. There's very few jokes. So it's plumblecore.
0: Yeah. Thank He's you. a plumber. Plumblecore. Thank you. Jesus. Wow. Sure. Let's t-shirt, take a- t-shirt, t shirt. T shirt. T shirt. Let's <laughs> take a break. We'll be back
1: in just a second on Jordan Jessica.
0: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, Boy Detective, uh, here for a very special messaging segment joined by not Jesse Thorne, the other host of this show, but by super producer Matt Lieb. Welcome to this special segment.
2: I'm so happy to be here, to be in this very special segment. Unfortunately, Jesse couldn't make it, but uh, hopefully my voice, while not as booming, is sufficient enough for people to enjoy.
0: Matt, it's a second voice, and that's... That's all all that matters. That's all that (laughs) matters. It could literally
2: be AI. People wouldn't care.
0: Another guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one guy. We just need another guy. Um, Do do you have a favorite moment so far?
2: Oh, my favorite moment is in between the uh, recordings when sometimes Jesse will do a long pause. And I'll be like... (laughs) What's happening here? And it's just like he's getting his thoughts together, getting ready for the next part. <laughs> People think the fun banter continues. No, no. it stops, and uh, everyone just kind of stares off into the middle distance. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Dreams of the sea. <laughs> well, hey, this podcast, Jordan, Jesse, Go, and all the other great podcasts on MaximumFun.org are supported by folks who go to MaximumFun.org slash join. The folks that do that get access to a very special bonus feed with hundreds of hours of bonus content. And we're going to be throwing some new stuff in that feed in the coming months. We got new episodes of Stash Rules Everything Around Me, our Burt Reynolds recap podcast coming soon to the feed and uh, maybe a couple other little surprises. So if you are signed up there at MaximumFun.org slash join, make sure you stay signed up. And uh, if you haven't already, head on over, throw a couple bucks to the organization Help keep the shows coming and get yourselves some sweet and tasty bonus nugs. We're also brought to you this week by Zip Recruiter. Matt, it's tough to stand out, especially if you're a business owner and you want to attract the most talented people to hire on your team. But Zip Recruiter makes it easy. I know what they're talking about. Standing out is tough. Uh, Matt, we've talked about this on the show in the past but i just in case you don't know when i was in high school i tried to stand out and show everyone how random i was by wearing bowling shoes
2: to school so random very random that was a random guy move i was uh, i tried to stand out by being a new metal kid oh. and uh <laughs> you know that okay. is uh it's a way to stand not just out but apart from everyone
0: Right, yeah, you wanted everyone to know you were doing it all for the nookie, right?
2: The nookie and uh, the cookie as well. I don't know what the cookie is, but uh, I'll urban dictionary it at some point.
0: <laughs> yes, not not to get get too off the topic. <laughs> not of to get Zip political.
2: Recruiter. Oh sure. <laughs>
0: uh, but but I wonder if the cookie from the Limp Biscuit song was a was a literal
2: cookie, or if that was. You know, yeah, I, was... I assume it was. All music is literal.
0: <laughs> yes, especially when when sung by Fred Durst. The man the man the man doesn't even know what a metaphor is. Listen, if you want to stand out in the job market, in the mm-hmm. world of jobs and hiring, you don't need to wear bowling shoes that make you slip and fall on the stairs. You don't need to get into a hybrid of rap and heavy metal. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo and they will use Technology to send you great candidates for your job, and you can send a personal
2: invite to apply to your top choices
0: so you stand
2: out from the competition. Get your job noticed by the best and brightest candidates with ZipRecruiter. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. Do it. Matt, while we're bringing folks very special messages, I just want to let folks
0: know that a brand new Archie Comics horror anthology with a story by yours truly is going to hit the shelves on June 21st. It is called Camp Pickens. And you can throw it on your pull list right now. Just go to your local comic book store. Tell them you want to pre-order Camp Pickens. And I'm also doing signed copies via the great comic book store, Golden Apple Comics. GoldenAppleComics.com is their website. You can pre-order your signed edition of Camp Pickens there. And you can support a great
2: local comic book shop you will see the link in the description
0: matt if folks want to come see you do some hilarious stand-up comedy is is, will there be an opportunity to do
2: that coming up sometime soon (laughs) absolutely especially of the hilarious variety i'm going to be at the san francisco punchline on wednesday may 31st at 8 p.m pacific standard time doors at 7 p.m i'm going to be opening for my very good friend jessica seeley who is doing a live album recording at the san francisco punchline so get your tickets now it's going to be a lot of fun jessica is hilarious and everyone should go out to support just her forget me Support her, but I will also be there doing jokes, and it'll be a really fun time.
0: Get your butt in gear if you live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Go see Matt Lieb. Do some hilarious stand-up jokes and uh now, why don't we get back to the show
2: Let's do it. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm
0: Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Schilling, Mr. Networth. So <laughs> <That's> big, <my laughs> nickname. big boy says, I
1: finally decoded this secret letter. You read it from bottom right to top left, standing on your head. And then, uh, so like Hebrew. Yeah. And then Dot or whatever her name is. What's her name? Dorothy. <laughs> Dottie, she's,
0: you know, she's not, she's only on. I
1: know there's a D on her shirt. Big Dolly, Dolly. excuse me. Dolly. Then Dolly says, Big boy, did you consider turning the letter right side up? Fucking big boy. What a maroon. This one doesn't have a joke on the back. It just has a big headline that says, Maze lovers enter here. Mm, seems Maybe like a trick. Talk Ooh. about Jordan's wedding night. I, I, right? I love a maze. <laughs> he loves mazes. Mm-hmm. This guy loves fucking mazes. Listen, I love,
0: I love anything in the bedroom that you can also get on a kid's menu at a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> love a word search. Mm-hmm. If you show up to his apartment, he's got a stack of big boy comics. He broke. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> These two pictures appear identical, but there's several small differences.
1: Dave, you're producing a podcast. About Elon Musk right now?
0: Yeah, I'm one of many producers. I don't want to make it seem like I'm important. I'm just I'm there and it's exciting. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sounds exciting. Yes. <laughs> do you have some kind of do you have
1: any insights to share with us? Is there anything entertaining about Elon Musk? Or is it wow. or is he just as dull see, as he seems? You should
0: see the memes this guy posts, Jesse. Yeah. yeah. I mean He's like if Bacon were a person. <laughs> Delicious? Uh-huh. Um, You know, one, you're going to have to listen to it right? if you want insights or intelligent discourse. But, Dave, you understand this
1: is what's called a tease. You give us a little taste and we come back for the brick. I'm coming
0: back around to it. I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to give too much away. But here's the thing. Mr. Networth can tease it out. Elon Musk is... Not a cool guy,
2: <laughs> okay. Thank
0: you. No, you're this is not the Elon I know. Listen, I again in- do I need to show you the memes he posts? in my capacity?
2: Memes? At- sorry,
1: Dave. I'm I heard you earlier, but it have you? Sorry, it sounded like you haven't seen Cybertruck. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, I haven't. That is pretty rad. When I when I pull up to the Sunset Tower Hotel in my Cybertruck and the door slowly opens. Uh-huh. And then slowly goes back down. And then goes up again. And then falls off. Yeah. <laughs> All the ladies say, "Ooh, that's a real man." That's mm-hmm. yes. I want to ride on the back I of what his Cybertruck. Memes he posts. Isn't there anything fun about Elon Musk? <laughs> Listen, in my in my position as a as a journalist, mm as a part Uh of this this project. I don't want to seem uh, biased against this person. I will say that he did quite a few things to make it seem as though he did not want to buy Twitter. And I think you guys know this. Like He spent um, uh, months trying to avoid the thing that he said he wanted to do, which maybe is the most relatable thing he's ever done. (laughs) it's it's sort of like he's yes we are all elon yeah yeah it's like uh yeah i want to get engaged and then you have uh these horrible second thoughts and then you cheat um on your fiance with um a variety of women around town and uh but then you want to come back and you want to do it anyway. Wait, are you know, we like, talking about you or Elon Musk? No, now? i know. talking about the Cybertruck. Is this a <laughs> metaphor like Godzilla? We're talking about <laughs> Michael J. Fox in the movie The Secret of My Success. Uh, no. Um No, it's just like he's he's he he seems like so um weirdly incapable of focusing on one thing. <laughs> like as far as I can tell, this is a person whose attention gets Drawn to a million different things. And he seems incredibly... um... Chill? No. not That's the opposite of what I was going (laughs) to say. Chillaxed? It just doesn't seem like there's a lot of long-term thought behind these Mm. things. You know, you buy Twitter and then you lay off 70% of the staff. So you hopefully save some money. He's also not paying the rent on his buildings. At the headquarters, he's not paying the rent. This They're is... just going to, like, <laughs> turn off the gas? So it's just like, like, I don't need people. I don't need buildings. I don't—what do I need? I don't know. Is a chat GPT going to run Twitter at some point? What I'm
1: most fascinated by with uh, entrepreneur, engineer celebrity Elon Musk is before he bought Twitter, he was, of course, famous for running Tesla. mm mm-hmm the electric car. Did you know about this about Elon Musk Jordan? He ran Tesla, the Electronic Car Company. You know
0: what, Jesse? I did. Okay.
1: So he he uh you know, Tesla, of course. And then also a company that digs holes was his other big project that he was like, I'm gonna take some time off from run do you know the Jordan the Electric Car Company, Tesla? I do. Okay. So he was running that, but he took some time off to invent a company that digs holes that did a bad job of that and never figured out how to dig good
0: holes. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know what the company's called, Jordan? This is, this is the boring company, yeah. I, I think he's trolling himself sometimes, yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't know for I, sure, but I, the
1: just, boring company, I think, is probably his best work. He should have I would stopped say,
0: there. He should have yeah. named the company that, and then you know just fucked off to Cancun or something. <laughs> yeah, I, he still I, might. We we don't know. He still might. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think something I've experienced now, like the rest of the world, I've I've come to know Elon Musk gradually. Yeah, um, and you know he's revealed himself to be the man that he is. But it seems like in two thousand and eight or nine or whatever. He did a lot of cameoing and things as himself and the premise was this guy's cool. Yeah. It's, he's an Iron Man too? Yeah, that's a that's a great one. There's there 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 that I'm thinking of that one and a couple others but where the premise is like this guy's cool. Anyway,
1: um I think well he brought together the values of entrepreneurship with the values of engineering and of course he's good for the environment because of electric cars. And he only had six or seven children at the time, only a few ex wives. Uh, there got was me no way to buy multiple ex
0: wives. Catch one. up, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> man, um, well, hey, Elon Musk united many values, but we like to unite the values of phone calls and listening. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What okay. a, <laughs> what a <laughs> segue.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Jordan. When something momentous <laughs> happens to you, uh, give us a call at 206 984 for fun. Or just record a voice memo and then email it to jjgo at org. Dave. Yeah. I can you see you in it. your face. You're considering this.
0: I, I don't think I can get away with it because you would know it was me. Yeah. I would think it would, be, it would be like, a, hello, guys, it's Dave. And you'd be like, yeah, it's Dave. You just said his name. <laughs> what, a, what an idiot. Uh,
1: let's take a listen.
2: Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. I'm going to guess Professor Noam Chomsky. Can you pause this? What
0: an asshole. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not a big guy. I'm not Noam Chomsky. Wait, who's
1: the asshole? The guy who said you were Noam Chomsky it's a lie. or is Norm Choms- Noam Chomsky the asshole? I'm sure Noam
0: is an asshole too.
1: No. I think the best part of social media overall to me is that sometimes Noam Chomsky is trending. And then there's Noam Chomsky on like an unlit webcam with his, you know, 7,000 year old man beard just staring in and saying really complicated things about foreign policy.
0: My boy's is eating <laughs> beans out of a can, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's
1: anti-capitalist, I think. I feel like Chomsky would eat beans out of a can, don't you?
0: Uh, yeah, that's why I said it. Okay. It seems very on brand. What As do you what what Alan Moore, author of <laughs> Adventures of Big, Big Boy. Uh, the listener, the caller's not an asshole. I'm just like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm disappointing okay. you. You're I'm saying not Chomsky.
1: Chomsky's an asshole. Uh, you're saying you're saying that if I'm hearing you right, you're saying that both Ralph Nader and Noam Chomsky, and it says here Mumia Abu Jamal are all assholes. <laughs> Listen,
0: that's that's what I heard when Jordan and I went to the QAnon rally in Las wow. ago. <laughs> Said, did you really call Howard Zinn an asshole? I did, yeah. Oh, Hannah Arendt? You said is is a monster. One her of hold? the biggest. One of the biggest assholes. Yeah. I'm sorry, all of these uh, men and women of letters is they this go- if, get if there's fucked. a if there's a puppet of them that appears at a drum circle, they're an asshole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you read Dave's book, The Banality of Assholery about <laughs> Hannah Arendt, okay. Let press play on it.
2: ...occasion they're filming uh, some kind of movie in front of my apartment building right now, and I think Joel Kinnaman said that my bike looks fast, which is cool, and it is fast. So, uh... Yeah, have a nice day.
1: This is just some fucking brag.
0: Wow, Joel hell? Kinnaman! <laughs> the star of RoboCop? Twenty fourteen. 2014. 2014. The, the only RoboCop that matters, frankly. Yeah, Michael Keaton is in that, Sam Jackson, uh, some other folks. Yeah. Directed by uh, Jose Padilla, I believe, was the uh, director of uh, RoboCop 2014. Great Paul. Thank you. Great work, Dave. I prepare when I come in and do the research. Yeah, okay?
1: check, out, <laughs> do, check out Doc Hollywood over here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I read the Wikipedia of RoboCop. I was not asked to do that, mm-hmm. and yet I did because I'm a professional.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a little something called producing a podcast, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. He's one of a variety of producers on the podcast.
0: I tell but... I tell everybody that I, that works for me. Read the Wikipedia of Robocop twenty fourteen. Don't see then them. talk to me. I won't have a meeting with you until you've read the Wikipedia. Thank you. Um, I the, the, listen. I have a story. Yeah, it comes with a brag. Great. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't... I, the brag is part of the story. The brag is part of the story. And what the am story I going to do? Part- the, the story brag. won't make sense without the brag.
1: Well, maybe. It's- so here I am, sucking off Gnome Jones.
0: <laughs> sure. and this motherfucker is eating beans from a can. Here I am <laughs>
1: in a gray void. <laughs> Does he heat them up on a little... Single burner, like not yeah, like, like a, a gas plate, burner.
0: No, plate. I'm thinking like one of those little, like candle <gasps> Bunsen burner oh, no. kind of thing. That's horrible. <laughs> That's and as he's eating those beans, and you're going to town, you take it out and you say, I'm working here. And he's like, I'm sorry and he put some beans down because he's yeah. disrespecting you. Does
1: eating. Noam Chomsky have any children, daughters, or
0: where where are we? Uh, I don't know. What's I think he's working? Going? He's working on it. He's working that that. Thank you, Jesse. He's yeah. working on it. Yeah, I'm working As on am it. I? I'm working, working on it. it. Yeah. I gotta get a song. I love saying it so much. I love to say it. I love when people comment it. I love it. Oh, my God. You just turned into a gremlin all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, well, well, feed me after midnight. <laughs> Dave. You're the one who fed me after midnight. Yeah, Talk about <laughs> Jordan's wedding then. <now. laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you married the the gremlin with the big boobs. That, that's true. <laughs> yes, that is me. I was that gremlin. <laughs> I married the super smart gremlin. Oh, brain gremlin. Voiced by Tony Randall. That's, that's right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing a signing of our new Archie comic book. Pops Chocolate Shop of Horrors here at a comic book store called Golden Apple. I've been. It's Legend, a great place. Legendary yeah. comic book store. Local comic book store. Great, great comic, comic book store. Great comic book store. Big
1: And you know what? I wouldn't expect anything different because
0: great comic. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, appropriate. Pops fitting, Chocolate right? Shop of Horrors. Available now your local comic book shop. Um,
1: we, there, When there, you there, say there's some, there's we... Some, It's you, Alan Moore, Todd McFarlane, (laughs) Dolly, Bob, Bob.
0: and Bob. (laughs) I've been out of the game for a while, but it's good to be back. He insists that he has to look the fool in the comic. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, make me look the fool. (laughs) A big fool.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, Mark
0: McGuire's here to take his balls back. (laughs) He's injecting us all with steroids. He can see our veins. (laughs) Um... So, uh, so you so, see, you know, there's the people who are coming in for the signing, getting the book signed, but then there's a, there's a, there's a kind of a, you know, a, a, a barking you have to do. You have to, people who are in the store for other things, you have to say, Hey, you know, we got this new book. We'll all sign it for you. Blah, 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 blah. So, you know, it, 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 it it's, it's it kind of, it's tough to bring people over. You're in a comic book store. You're kind of single-minded. You're not really there to chat. Um, you're there for the Funko Pops. You're there for the Funko Pops. Exactly. Um, you know there there's this kind of older older kind of classic nerd couple came in um and we're like hey we got some, we have a new put me in to some archie comics the the man of the couple leans over and he's like oh yeah she loves archie and we're like great well we'll sign one for you and then they just she leaves and he's like i'm just kidding she hates archie she's more a fan of ducks and then they leave <laughs> <laughs> So that you know, <laughs> okay. you're, you're dealing with stuff like that, right? But then this this kind of older guy in like a like a like a pink baseball cap and like a a like a blue like a bright blue, um like a bright blue work shirt comes in, and he's got a he's got a a young boy with him. They're picking up comics. Is this guy like a some kind of Palm Springs dad? Kind like Palm Springs dad, but also like there's a little '90s rave going on. It, it was okay. strange. it was Noel Gallagher from Oasis. The punchline's gonna be better. Dave. Oh, oh, amazing! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so the he he so he they they buy what they're gonna buy, but then he brings the boy over to the table, and he's like, "Hey, look, these people—they were—they wanted to be creative, and they achieved their dream." If if you're like them, and you try hard, you can achieve your dreams. And then they walk out without buying the comic. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. And then the owner of the store comes over and he's like, "That was Peter Weller. That was RoboCop." <laughs> <gasps> Whoa. Whoa! Why? Just goes in there all the time, buys some comics for his grandson. It's amazing. Gives him. But he w- wasn't like, be like me, RoboCop. Be like yeah. them. These others. These. It's interesting because he has succeeded beyond most people's wildest dreams, and you are sure. You know, you're I'm, Jordan. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm doing fine. You're not RoboCop. I'm hucking. I'm hucking Archies to passerbys. Yeah, but you're not RoboCop. I'm not RoboCop. You're not Buck, Buckaroo Bonsai? No, you weren't in. um... What's that? Repo one? Man. I'm not no, Repo Man. He was not in Repo. No, man. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> I did have the soundtrack in high school, and I <laughs> felt like Repo Man <laughs> when playing it in my bedroom. Let's all go around the horn. Matt, you can chime in, too. Please don't. What are some things that I'm not? (laughs) (laughs) I think I've established that you're not Robocop. No, I'm not Robocop. You have plenty of things, but you're just not that one thing. I don't think you have to feel bad about yourself. Yeah. You accomplished something that... Uh Peter Weller never accomplished That's true. Fucking he Weller never wrote a, a comic fucking book. archie comic. Book. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And that so guy far, didn't
1: even write a fucking bazooka Joe comic. Yeah. Thank you.
0: He couldn't write his way out of paper bag. Oh he let's to... list some things that <laughs> yeah. Peter Weller let's, has What What is Peter Weller not done? He does have his PhD <laughs> that I've done in like art history or Egyptology. He or never had a season pass to Wild Rivers. A water park. <laughs> He's tried. He never sees me in here. They wouldn't yeah. let him. That's true. (laughs) That's true. He never sees Dave Schilling out. Yeah, so, I mean, who's the loser here? Yeah. Um, On the other hand,
1: Peter. he sees Elizabeth lame all the time. Constantly.
0: (laughs) Also, Peter Weller's constantly being mistaken for Paul Weller, which is not good, or... Uh, Peter Ackroyd, sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of Peters, these a lot things, of Pauls. These things happen to him constantly. Mm-hmm. I find record. myself often robbing, robbing Peters, Peters to pay, to pay, pay Pauls. Pauls. <laughs> uh, on the other hand, he is never mistaken for a U.S. soccer player. That's true. That's I've got it going. I've got it pretty good. So, so thank if you, you. Are well, keepin- we've really turned this around. I'm feeling great about myself. Yeah, good. So if you're keeping score out there, listeners, yeah, um, it seems like. On the score uh, sheet here, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Weller is losing to Jordan yeah. in terms of good things in his life. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, Peter. He has that oh. charming grandson, though, which I don't have. Do you have any? No, i got to get a son. i gotta get a grand- I got to get a grandson now. Jesus Christ, we want to catch up to Weller. That <laughs> void is just not cooperating. No. <laughs> the void's got a headache,
1: okay? <laughs> if you're Peter Weller, what advice do you think you'd like, you would give to uh,
0: uh, a young child? Oh, um, you know. Do RoboCop 3. Do Yeah, do, do RoboCop 3. Yeah. Don't tap out of RoboCop 3 because you'll get a jetpack in this one and you'll fight ninjas. Uh-huh. <laughs> People didn't like it at the time because it was PG-13, but it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. That's actually, that would, that would be it. Do RoboCop <laughs> 3. Grab, and when you get that, and, and if you're going to use us as an example, buy the fucking three ninety nine comic. Get it for the kid. I agree. Slap That's it the- up! That's the shittiest part of the story, in my opinion. Thank you, yeah. Is that he's like, look at these people. They're successful, except I'm not going to contribute to their success, despite the fact that I'm a millionaire. I'm incredibly rich. Yeah, Weller's doing great. Well, he didn't do three, so I don't know. If I'm Weller,
1: my, my first thought is I get that kid, sit him down, say... Add a little bit of acid for brightness. A lot mm. of times if you think right. it's missing something, a little bit of lemon juice or a little mm. bit of vinegar or something is really going to amp up the flavor. It, it's not that it makes it sour. It's that it adds a pop to everything else. It, yep. it enlivens sure, it. Salt, yeah. fat,
0: acid, heat, heat. RoboCop. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Incredible book. Have
0: Incredible. you read that book? John, sure. John, Paul, John George, Paul, Ringo, Robo- RoboCop. <laughs> Buckaroo bonsai. <laughs> well, let's go to break. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Yeah, you had a great segue before, and that was terrible. Yeah, sorry. Jesus, you know fuck. who does a great segue? Fucking Weller, Peter Weller does. Weller yeah. can segue to the next segment with ease.
1: Uh, so this is uh, a, a guy in the forest, mm-hmm. and uh, he says, "Hello, big boy and Dolly." I am Sam. Hmm. And then Big Boy says, <laughs> "Sam?" And then Dolly says, "We've come to help you. What can we do?" <laughs> I got to see where this goes. Yeah, who knows? We're going to help Sam do what? <laughs> who knows Trigonometry. what's going on. Yeah. Who knows? Only only Manny Stallman a knows the answer to
0: that. Well, that's a pet name, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we all know Peter Weller <laughs> wrote those. That's well. an anagram for oral sex. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La,
2: la, 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 la.
1: And here's what some of the listeners have to say.
2: It's funny, wholesome, and it never fails to make me smile. I just started listening and I'm already binging it. I haven't laughed this hard in ages. I wish i discovered it sooner.
1: You can find Dr. Game Show on MaximumFun.org. La, 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 la,
2: la, la, la. The following pro wrestling contest is scheduled for one fall. Making their way to the ring from the Tights and Fights podcast are the baddest trio of audio, the hair-to-beware, Danielle Radford. It really is great hair. The Brit with a permit to hit, Lindsay Kell.
1: The queen is dead. Long live the queen.
2: And the fast-talking, fist-clocking, Hal Upland.
0: See, I can wrestle and be an announcer.
2: Get ready for tights and fights.
1: Fight! Listen every Saturday or face the pain. Find us on Maximum
2: Fun. Now ring the bell. La, 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 la.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart.
0: Jordan Morris, Boy, Detective. Dave Schilling, Mr.
1: Networth. Mm-hmm. In issue 298, Big Boy on the cover here, Big Boy is saying, Our search has ended. Quick, Dolly, call the police. Nugget has found our man. Nugget the dog is going arf, 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 grr, grr. And then Dolly says, yikes.
0: So that's Turbo Ullman. Oh, (laughs) Turbo Ullman? <laughs> Was he the DP on um, Kids Are like... The Seventh Seal? <laughs> yeah. So, Turbo Ullman. And then he does all of Spielberg's movies. It's fantastic. His work is so good. Bridge sh- of shot, Shoppers of Spies. The yeah. Shadows. Oh, my God. And Depth saw, of Field.
1: Tur- Turbo Ullman, by the way, looks, he, he's wearing a giant uh, Western hat and a fur collared and cuffed coat with green gloves. This is what Turbo Ullman is saying. Nobody will, Nobody will ever find me.
0: Oh, what's that dog doing? <laughs> he's finding you, asshole. Turbo Ullman is now a Tennessee state representative. <laughs> he looks like one what's, of those guys. What's that dog doing? Oh well, off to strangle a doorman. <laughs> <laughs> Turbo Ullman. Oh, Yikes. So got, that's Turbo Ullman. Bump the brakes. He looks <laughs> to strangle doorman. I got I got one for okay. you. This is from a segment called "Big Boy's Pals." Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is Big Boy. He's got a he's got his school books. He's in you know a, one of his classic <laughs> orange voids. <laughs> sure. I think here this is a nice
1: one. This is a nice segment because I think a lot of times Big Boy would tell you that he feels like he doesn't have any pals.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, this segment suggests otherwise. So this is he's with a kid who's like in that, like cowboy clothes, but has like glasses on. Hi, Tex. This is Big Boy. <laughs> okay, wait. So he's wearing cowboy clothes and glasses? Yeah, you yes. can't be a cowboy and wear glasses. We all know yeah. that. Well, I mean, you know, it's a, it, I think we're we're meant to, uh, you know, assume this is like a kid. This is like a kid in his class. Mm-hmm. Real, real cowboys cowboy. have fur muffs and cuffs. <laughs> right. Yeah, like Turbo Ullman. <laughs> like Turbo Ullman. Yeah. Hi, this is Big Boy. Hi, Tex. You look real upset. Upset? I've got a lot of worries. This Tex.
1: Okay. This text again. His friend is named Tex. What now? How did he get that name? I'll do a little text voice. How did Tex get that
0: name? Big boy, I've got so many worries in my head right now that if something real bad happens to me today, I won't have time to worry about it for a week. Bye, bye, Tex. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) (laughs) These things always like stick around for like one or two lines more than they. I would have been more comfortable with that if you had had.
1: Dave, do the Tex. Thank oh, you. Sorry. Yes, Tex was, was a very seem, handsome black man. Didn't <laughs> seem appropriate. As you flip for you. through the pages,
0: you you get to the end, you and Tex shoots down a Chinese spy balloon. Did you know that? <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. With a little BB gun. Fair enough. That's a well a well armed militia. <laughs> get them out of our country. Exactly. Uh, the Texans. Texas. No, the Chinese Cowboys. spy balloon. Li- oh, yes. sp- Chinese
1: spy. Well, I think we should get rid of the Texans. I think we we're should. not Texans, but Texas. Various Texas people named Tex who are so called because they're little boys who wear cowboy suits, even though they have fucking glasses. Right. So we know they're not a cowboy. That's, that's what,
0: what like. What cowboys do you know who have glasses? When, the, sh- when were glasses duck, duck. invented? Doc <laughs> Holliday. Oh, Did yeah. you see the movie? Okay. okay. Many cowboys have glasses. It was called Doomstone.
1: Uh, if cowboys didn't have glasses, where would they put their whiskey?
0: There, there you go. In their mouths. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel like that could be like on, like etched onto a piece of wood that's in an Airbnb. Cowboys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have glasses. Where they put their whiskey. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> if my cat- grandma had wheels, she'd be a wagon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What? one like, Why would you do that? One potato, two
0: potato, three potato floor. <laughs> <laughs> did this guy have these custom made or did he buy did these exist? Is, is this a, <laughs> a chat GPT? <laughs> thing? This is an Instagram ad. Sure. Oh shit, I gotta have that. Live, Laugh, Gun. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Uh, (laughs) howdy red wine it says (laughs) sure
1: okay um dave it's been a joy to have you on the program as per always it's been all right if people want to enjoy your podcast production regarding elon musk
0: how can they do that um, well, the uh, the podcast is called Flipping the Bird colon Elon versus Twitter. It's on Wondery's, you know, various networks and Wondery Plus, which is a subscription service. You pay extra and you get it early and that kind of thing. I'm not here to promote that, you know, necessarily. No, you,
1: look, end of the day. You're going to join Max Fun so you can listen to our recaps of Burt Reynolds. There you go. W- you're recapping the
0: entire life of Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're describing his boyhood, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm selling the documentary short. It's very good. Yes, yeah, good. It's, it's just you know I, I contain multitudes. I'm doing other stuff. I have a story for you guys. Okay, I am in yeah. the next Taika Waititi movie. You're no not way seriously. Yeah, boy, two. I play the second boy. <laughs> <laughs> um I did one day. Uh it is a very small uh non-speaking part. Okay. But I am in um the trailer. I've seen the trailer. Really? You're not. I'm this isn't the Star Wars movie, is it? No, no, no. no. I'm playing Thor now. Oh. oh okay. On the, the, it's on the, the, that. It's a soccer movie. It's called Next Goal Wins. It's okay. based on a documentary about the American Samoa soccer team. Wow. How, oh. So the was it is were you How do you audition for a non-speaking? Role? I didn't. Tell us more. Oh, I just, my friend wrote the movie. Oh. So it was like, we need. Put Dave in. We need handsome men. Mm-hmm. Right. Good looking boys. Mm-hmm. Nice fellas. Mm-hmm. To be in this scene. And it is a boardroom scene. I'm in there with Elizabeth Moss. Wow. hmm Will Arnett. Right. Oh my gosh. Reese Darby. Uh-huh. Some of the funniest people in the whole world. Sure. Especially Elizabeth Moss. She's hilarious. I don't know if you guys have seen her work in The Invisible Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um Michael Fassbender is the lead. Wow. I'm in the scene with Michael Fassbender. at the end of the, at the end of my time, my very brief time, my one day. He got up and he shook my hand because I was wrapped for the day. Wow. Thank you for it. He your says heart. that bike looks fast. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That's the oh, I, we had, right? I, I had a, I had, I got a suit. I got fitted for a suit from um, you know, one of those Prop houses in Burbank. Yeah. I had to get COVID tested because it was around COVID. And uh, Taika's like, just take notes. Just take notes on a note. Wait, a Taika Waititi? He's the director of the movie. Well. So, wait, does this happen before or after Last Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this is the, uh, kind of the old uh, rogue Republic. Rogue One. Oh, okay, okay. Well, let just, just lead with that. It's the old Republic. Yes.
1: Where does yes. the boy's obsession with Michael Jackson lead?
0: Well, um,. He becomes a Jedi, like I said. Okay. Do they
1: find the wilder people? <laughs>
0: they've <laughs> they, they, they've been shopping. I don't what are know. they doing in those shadows? Um, what are they doing in those shadows? This is a list of Taika Waititi oh, sure. things. This is why you'll never be in one of those movies, guys. He has some sort of... you don't take things seriously.
1: Reservation Dogs has something to do with him. <laughs> He's yes, involved. he was, he was He's a, a producer. He's a producer on it. He's a very yes. talented he signed, man. He brought the talent together on yeah, that or yeah, something.
0: Yeah. One of the, the other passage. extras in that scene was one of the writers from that show. It was like, uh, you know, oh, wow. friends of the person. That's really fun. Yeah. Man. Um, how was the food? The food was pretty okay. Okay. No? Um, Did you ask if you could be in the Star Wars? I'm playing Mace Windu's nephew.
1: <laughs> Mace Windows' birthday party. Jamal Windu. <laughs>
0: it's
2: very kind.
1: wow. By the way, I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like if I had to pick my number one favorite character from a different world, it's got to be Jamal Windu. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because he you know goes to Hillman <laughs> and yeah. but then he drops out to go to the Jedi Academy. Yeah. Right. And then of course Order Sixty Six happens and mm-hmm. he kinda sneaks out. Yeah, we've all seen Sequest. <laughs> <laughs> we've all t- The Talking Dolphin, and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Anyway, that movie comes out in
1: November. So you wanna just wanna you wanna plug your non-speaking role <laughs> in that type I just thought of it's white a fun story. Too. It's a fun it's story. It's a very fun, fun story. I mean, it would be better if you were in the Star Wars.
0: I, I didn't I didn't have a have Nobody's going to
1: watch this American Samoa shit.
0: I think it's going to be very successful. Yeah. It's going to be an award caliber, uh, you know. I'd watch massive. it if it
1: was about the Tongan soccer team.
0: <laughs> What's the, what, why? why? Why are you racist against Samoans? Because I'm pro-Tongan. It's a <laughs> oh classic, it's, it's A or B. It's like the Hatfields and McCoys.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: you know, I, I love everybody. That's why I'm in the movie and you're not. By the way, Hat
2: Hatfield Jesse loved McCoy
1: every... was my other favorite character.
0: Hatfield yeah, McCoy. Yeah. yeah, he was in Yellowstone. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Sorry, Jordan, I talked over you.
0: Nah, it's okay. I, was...
1: I wasn't saying anything either, don't no. worry.
0: <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> go you talk, to... you talk, I don't know. I'm going to go back to plug. stuff. I'll talk, stuff. and then it's you'll fine. say
1: something, and then,
0: you know... 80, 90 minutes, it's over. From
1: now on, should all our guests' plugs just be
0: like a cool thing that happened to them? I think they should bring one plug and one cool story. I think that's a fair, yeah. I mean, I could just be like, my Twitter is at Dave underscore Schilling. Mm, Follow 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 me on Twitter. I talk a lot about Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Mm, Boring. I post pictures of my
1: clothes. I'm Um, sorry, was Michael Fassbender in that one at all? In my clothes? No, <laughs> <laughs> We
0: should all be so lucky. Talk <laughs> about, I'd love to get Talk him about in my trousers. Jordan's
1: wedding night. Yeah. Right? Oh, boy, I wish. <laughs> Talking about an endless
0: void. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Fassbender.
1: Okay, anyway, uh, God knows what we're doing here. Uh, Matt Lieb is our producer on the program. Brian Sonny D. Fernandez, our producer, emeritus. Our theme music, love you by the free design, courtesy of the free design, and light in the attic records. You can find us on Twitter at Jordan Go, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Jordan Go. We are on Instagram at Jordan David Morris and at put.this dot on. Dave Schilling has been our guest on the program. Always nice to see you, Dave. Nice to see you too, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. I'll
2: hug you and kiss you and love you. 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 MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.